Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the Gospels. As you remember yesterday where we left off, we were in Matthew chapter 5 as we were talking about the pureness of heart as that we find in the Beatitudes. And, and that leads us to where we're at today in verse number 10 of Matthew chapter 5 where we read, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, or righteous' sake. You know, it's interesting that we need to note here that people who are blessed that Jesus is talking about are the ones who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Some people are just downright obnoxious. Uh, they they go around being really uh strange per se in the name of Christ and they do things they don't treat people right they lie about people they uh, just you know in a sense when they do they're wrong accuse people wrongly and whatever um, they then when they're called on the carpet for for it they feel like they're being persecuted like a, a guy saying it's okay for my girlfriend and I to live together because we just need to save money. Why, why are you judging me, brother? You're persecuting me. No, it's wrong. And, and lying about people, doing things that are wrong when you're unkind to people and you feel like you're being persecuted, you need to own up. The reason why people are getting after you is because what you're doing is just isn't right. See, Jesus is saying if you're being persecuted for the things that are right, when you stand up for, because you believe in the Bible, you believe in the truth of God's Word, and maybe in your workplace or different places you go in where people just don't like you or, or are actually giving you a hard time because you read the Bible, the Lord is saying, he says, you should rejoice, you should be blessed. For He tells us in verse 10, he says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Otherwise, you, 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 you belong to the kingdom of heaven. I think it's important for us always to realize that this world is not God's world. It doesn't belong to the Lord. The man forfeited the right to this earth there in the garden where he cave in and gave his rights to this earth as the Lord had given the rights to of the earth to Adam and Eve to tend to overlook the you know overlook the garden and and care for the the earth and and then they gave it up. They gave up, if you can imagine, the title deed to the earth to Satan himself. And so this is not our world. He says, if they're going to persecute you, remember that they persecuted me first. As he tells us in verse 11, he says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sakes. Notice a couple things here. He says, men are going to say things, they're going to come against you. Satan truly knows how to, I like to think how he needs to, that his whole goal of my life is to try to punch my lights out or pull the rug out from underneath me and that I'm no longer effective for the kingdom of God's sake. And I find it's interesting that where he says, and they shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. So they're using words. They're using accusations. But the actu accusations are wrong. 
He says, but we should be blessed. Because they didn't they did do that to Jesus? How they're always trying to trip Jesus up and trick him with, his, with their words as he was here ministering, as we'll be seeing as we move forward in the gospel. They said by trickery, they were hoping to trip him up in order that they might accuse him so they could put him to death. He says, but the, again, even as we saw in verse 10, they were blessed because they were persecuted for righteousness sake. In this case, they're, they're blessed because men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. The my sake is the qualifier for my sakes. And then he tells us in verse 12, he says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. Earlier he had said, Yours is the kingdom of heaven, but now great is your reward in heaven. Why? Because they persecuted the prophets that were before you in, or, or like them. You know, and it's amazing how, as you go through the Old Testament, how you saw how they rejected the words of the Old Testament, Jeremiah, where they threw him down into prison. He was trying to warn him of the, the doom that was going to come as Nebuchadnezzar and, and Babylon was uh, going to come and overthrow the remaining part of Judah or Israel at that time. And he was trying to, to forewarn him, but yet they didn't want to hear the word, and so they threw him in the prison. People didn't want to hear Jesus, and they put him to death. As you go into the book of Acts, as you hear the words that, that they were saying, in the book of Acts, as you read the, the apostles and the disciples, as they went forth in the power of the Holy Spirit and delivered a message of hope, the world didn't want to hear them, hear them, and so they put them to death. Look at the story there in Acts chapter 6 concerning the life of Stephen, how he gave such a great, great uh, message as he rehearsed their history, the Jewish history to them. And the religious leaders were so so uptight when he talked about how he laid Jesus as the Messiah to them or, or else testified how they put the Holy One to, to death. And so they got so uptight with him, they took Stephen outside of the gates there in Jerusalem and they stoned him to death. He said, they're going to come, even as they've done to the prophets that were bef before you. And they put him to death. And then Jesus tells us in verse 13, he says, You are the salt of the earth. Notice, remember who is he talking to? He's talking to his disciples. He says, You're the salt of the earth. Now, of course, during those days, salt was used for preservative. It did, they did not have refrigeration. It was only in our, our modern history that we actually had refrigeration. So that they would go down to get some butchered meat and the butcher would have salt the meat heavily because salt would, would kill the surface bacteria of the meat and would prevent it from rotting. Use as preservative. Use as a seasoning. Also, they would use salt during that time as we use it today. But used as a preservative to pre prevent the spoilage of the meat the rotting of the meat when the butcher when they butchered it and even to this present day 
their salt pork and all kinds of salted meat that you can find and the purpose of it uh, of it was just of it was just to kill the surface bacteria to prevent it from rotting the meat and jesus when now when jesus said that you're the salt of the earth he was probably referring to preserving quality of salt that retardant uh, the retarding of the re- rottenness or the purifying of the meat and you and our you and i have that kind of influence in the world the world truly is a rotten place i don't need to tell you that do i but the church the christians in the world should have that preserving influence a preventing of the rottenness and thus jesus said if the salt has lost its savior otherwise its saltiness its effectiveness where shall it be salted it's really good for nothing but to be cast out, to be trodden underneath the foot of men. Jesus was saying if salt has lost its purpose to be used, then what good is it? He says just to throw it on the road. See, they would take the salt that had already been, been used or lost its effectiveness, and they would throw it on the pathway, on the little roads that they would walk on, killing the vegetation, and thus it would be trodden underneath the foot of man. In this, Jesus is really saying, in effect, that either be a purifying effect, allow your light to shine, be that witness for Jesus Christ, or else you'll find yourself being crushed by this rotten world. See, we've been saved with the purpose that we should let our light shine, that the influence of the gospel would go forth. I'm so sad when we see that this church the churches across america over the past few years how they haven't been that purifying effect rather we've been allowing laws to come into the being where nowadays we just think it's so normal that we're where we allow abortions and the church is silent we we think it's normal now that you know a man and a woman is not constituted as a marriage yet the church is silent Jesus said, be careful. Be careful that you are that that beautiful salt that would preserve the rottenness from spreading or being or actually kill the bacteria on the meat, that we would let our light shine, that we would make a difference for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Samson was a saving salt for the nation of Israel against the Philistine as long as he kept, as long as he kept his commitment to God. But when he broke that commitment, he was trodden underneath the foot of the fallen Philistines. Let me leave you with this point. You and I are salt of the earth. Salt is supposed to be what? Salty. It's supposed to have that influence to prevent rottenness. And it's my prayer, as I'm sure it is with you. Oh, Lord, help me to be salty out here amongst this world that's so filled with selfishness and filled with anger, filled with petty arguments. Lord, allow me to be that influence that will change people's lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, we just pray that you might use us to be that light to this dying world. In Jesus' name, amen. And so until next time, This is Pastor Terry 
May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.